Welcome back to another episode of Dad Bods. We hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Mm. Watch lots of basketball. Yep. We have a really cool interview with Luke Frampton. Really cool. Cool guy. Really good story. Good to hear about his future plans and how his knee surgery and troubles are going. But we're going to do also do a bracket breakdown at the end. But we're going to hop into this interview real quick with him. Yeah. And then we'll give that to you guys at the end. All right, let's yeah. do it. Yep. What's up, Luke? It's uh, Akon and Howie here. We appreciate you joining the Dad Bods podcast today. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. We just wanted to check in with you a little bit, you know, talk a little basketball. It's March. It's that yep. season again. But uh, first off, how's the rehab going, man, for the ACL? Uh, it's good. Uh, rehab's been good. It's been, uh, it's been tough. It's been, uh, it's been a good challenge for me. Um, um, I'm getting there, though. I'm like six, six weeks out from surgery. Um, but my trainer says my muscle is way far ahead than where it should be. So uh, I'm pretty happy about it, man. I can't complain. Just a just an athlete that's all that means <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> something like that when uh when you think you're going to be back to being you know like shooting around a little bit i know you said you're six weeks out um so when does when does that come yeah so hopefully i get my i'm in a, i'm in like a walking brace right now mm -hmm. um and i shouldn't be in that for too much longer and then after that hopefully i can get back out on back out on the court i say back out on the court but just to shoot a ball. That's really all I care about right now, like to get back out there and get a feel for it again. Um, but hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I'll be, be able to do some like form shooting. I can't run or jump anything like that yet, obviously. Um, that'll be a couple months even. Um, but hopefully when I get my brace off, I can get back in the gym a little bit and you know be around it again at least. Oh, yeah. Um, so I remember when Akon was texting you and all that, you said all you do is just uh, rehab and play video games. What games are you into? Dude, I've been playing the new Call of Duty nonstop. <laughs> I've been playing Call of Duty, and then there's this game called Rust. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. No. But uh, me and my boys have been heavy on that lately. So what's, what, literally, this is, that's literally all my, that, my time. What's, what's Rust? It's like, a, it's like an open world. Oh. But like you like build bases and you can like go and raid and take. I sound like a nerd right now, but like you can go and raid other bases and take all their stuff. Yeah. No, I, but it's fun. It's just no. It's a good vibe. That's what it is. The WKU boys roll in and just take over a person's village, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically that's what it is. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your KD and COD? I don't have a bad one actually. I think it's like one seven. Okay. Dude, mine yeah, might be that's negative. My, that's my go-to game though. Like I play that. I play that a lot, though, so I, mean, I should be good at it. That's pretty, pretty respectable. I'll, I'll give you that. I'm so yeah, trash. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> now we got to get on, bro. We got to play. We got to get a squad going. You might, you might be carrying me a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Hey, it's part of it, bro. It's part of it. Just hop in the backpack. We'll be all right. So I got to ask you, how do you feel about the saying when you're out there playing someone, hand down, man down? Is that, uh, is that when it's automatic when the hand's down? Oh, dude, that's a layup for me, you know? That's literally what I say, we have a shooting drill in practice where we do, like, probably eight or eight or ten different shots, but it's, like, continuous. So we're making laps around the gym, and every time we get to the three ball, that's what I scream, like, layup, like, it's a layup. Everybody, like, 
they just know that it's it's going in. So that's the confidence I have, though. But I love it. How do you, how do you feel about uh, ball security? What are, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> ball security is job security, man. I, we, we, we've already established. There we go. <laughs> there we go. That's facts. <laughs> who uh, who on the team? Like who's like the team? I guess like it was a class clown for us regular students um, that aren't as uh, athletic as you guys. But um, who's like the team comedian? Dude, um, we got a handful of them, but I say the probably like the most immature, childish, like funniest <laughs> kid is probably Jamar. Just because like he's so big, he's so big, but dude, he's such a clown. You know what I mean? Like he's just a big six year old. Like just the way he acts, dude, he's hilarious though. He's, he's He's a good kid to be around, but is, yeah, he's he's definitely a big six-year-old for sure. Is is he a little clumsy like me, where I kind of like fall over my own feet? Is that? No, actually, he's pretty he's pretty mobile, dude. Like it's surpri- like the first time I saw him, that's what I said. I said, "There's no way this dude can walk and chew bubbles on the same time. He's too tall. He's like he can't be that coordinated, you know." But like he gets up and down, and he catches the ball, and he can jump, and he's a, I mean he's a good basketball player. I'll give it. I'll give, I'll give him credit. That is so hilarious. He's what seven six, seven five, seven five. Jesus, huge. I swear it, it blows my mind every day. I swear I look up like I literally have to look up to him when I talk to him. It's crazy. <laughs> so I got to ask you. So last year when y'all were in the holiday hoops giving the game against Old Miss in Atlanta, yeah, there was about I think fifteen of us that went. And we're all mm-hmm. wearing WKU colors. Do you remember seeing a bunch of maybe 21 to 22-year-olds or hearing them? Yeah, dude, right out of the tunnel, right? Yeah, we were right down over guys? there. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, how, how could I ever forget that game? I mean, that one, that one was huge for Bowling Green anyways, as it was. And then having fans there was even better. So oh, that I appreciate was, you guys coming out. That was awesome, y'all. I mean, y'all were on absolute fire that day. Yeah, that was definitely that was a fun day. And it was a fun game to be in and especially be a part of. What was the uh, – what were the locker rooms like at State Farm? I'm sure they had to be pretty nice. Oh, dude, they were. Oh, yeah, that's that's NBA NBA level locker rooms. It was crazy though. Yeah, I was. Uh, I sadly didn't make it to Atlanta. I was back in the trenches in BG. <laughs> <laughs> the trenches in BG, right? I held it down as best I could. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to. Yeah. Somebody had to do it. So, what are you kind of? I know you're. Do you still have a COVID year left, or are you? No, nah, actually, this is this is my last year. Okay, so yeah. you trying to get into coaching, maybe, or what? What, what are you kind of thinking about? So the goal is to go and uh, I'd like to go play overseas, mm-hmm. something maybe. Uh, oh yeah. I've been talking to a couple people, um, but that's the goal. That's the goal. I'd like to get over there for a couple of years, even. Um, I don't know if you guys know or not, but I'm married, so I gotta I gotta take care of my wife for for a couple of years, anyways. Set her up good, and uh, but that's the goal. I'd like to. I, they say they're saying like eight to nine months for my rehab, so um, probably around Christmas time is when I when I'll get uh, an idea of where I'm headed or what I'm doing. What uh, what different leagues were you looking at playing in? Um, well, I've talked to a, a couple of guys, a couple of agents. Um, I think I'm pretty sure they take care of all that. Um, but one dude wants me to go to a, a G League or wants me to like try to stay in the states and go to the G League, and then I've talked to other couple of people that want me to go overseas. So. I don't know which one I'm winning yet, but um, just as long as I'm playing, I'm happy. So, so yeah, kind of go over, like, your story a little bit. You're not, like, the typical, like, stayed at the same college his whole uh, career. You you hit the transfer yeah. portal, right? Yeah, no doubt. 
Yeah. So just tell us a little bit about, you know, like where you, you know, how you ended up at WKU, I guess, and why you chose WKU ultimately. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, so out of high school, um, I probably had like 13 or 14 division one offers. Mm. Um, but my, my top three or my, really my top two were Davidson and Marshall. And the only reason Marshall was on there was because it was like close to home. It was like 30 minutes from home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through that process a little bit, um, weaned out my list or whatever. And then I committed to Davidson going into my senior year. Um, so my senior year of high school, I was committed. I went to Davidson 2017 through 2019. Um, and then I had a mental health battle. Um, I got super depressed. I had hurt my knee my freshman year at Davidson and didn't get the right treatment for it. Like I was doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. You guys know what I'm talking about. So like yeah. drinking too much, just doing dumb stuff that it didn't, didn't help me. Right. And then I just had a super bad anxiety, depression attack and uh, ended up leaving Davidson in December of 2019. Um, and I went home for seven months um, and I was just working for my mom. Um, she has like a behavioral health agency for folks with disabilities because my oldest brother was born blind and mentally impaired mm-hmm. so that uh, we've always been around that population. So she wanted to make something, um, for like for him to go and have a purpose. That's their whole thing is to serve with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was working there for seven months. Um, and then the plan was for me to go back down to Davidson, but my academics were messed up. So I had to put my name in the transfer portal. Um, and not even two hours later, Coach Stansbury called me and was like, hey, we got a spot for you. We want you. We need you. I would love to have you here. Um, so we talked for probably like two weeks. Um, and then I, I didn't even take a visit down here. Um, I just committed uh, like two weeks later. And uh, I had proposed to my wife uh, on my birthday. And August 1st, we got married September 19th and then moved down to Bowling Green September 20th. And now I'm here. We've been here ever since. Hey, man, that's an awesome story. Awesome story. I appreciate it. Do you think kind of going back and working there with your mom and kind of being around your brother kind of helped you cope with uh, some of those struggles you were having, would you say? Oh, yeah, dude, no doubt. Being around family um, definitely helped. And I was going to therapy probably twice a week, once or twice a week. Um, so I, I, I was able to talk through my, my struggles. I think that's the biggest thing, dude. I was just down there away from everybody. Um, obviously I had my teammates and stuff, but it's just not the same as family. Um, so being, being able to just, you know, talk through my struggles or whatnot, um, definitely helped. And I, and like I said, my life's made a, a complete 180 degree turn. So we're, we're, we're really glad to hear that. Um, you know, family's important. They're always there for you when you need them. The good times and the bad times. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. So have you, uh, first react reactions um, at the bracket, have you, have you made one yet? Have you looked at it? Dude, to be honest with you, I haven't even looked at it. I saw where FAU plays Memphis, but that's the only thing I've seen. Do you like... And I think that's a good, I think that's a good game for them though. I'm I'm always going to root for our conference. Like, I think that just makes our conference look better. Mm-hmm. You know, because if, like, if we win games in the conference, obviously it sucks to lose them in, in the tournament. But um, you always want your conference to do well because hopefully, like, next year, you know, we'll get two bids or whatnot. That's, exa- that's exactly what I was about to ask you. Because some people 
don't want to cheer for other teams in the conferences. Other ones do. Um, so I, got a, I have a nickname for Conference USA. I want, to, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. I like to call it America's Conference. <laughs> That's facts, though. I mean, how could it not be? I mean, it's, how could it not be? It's, it's America's Conference. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It is. It's great, dude. No, we played a lot of good. We played a lot of good teams. A lot of we went a lot of different places. That's for sure. Uh, but we played a lot of good games. So um, been a lot of places. We kind of were wondering. So in the conference, in America's conference, of course. Um, <laughs> what was what's the hardest place to play outside of Diddle? Because I think Diddle's the best. But I might be a little yeah. Biased. Diddle's definitely <laughs> Diddle's definitely up in that conference. Um, Charlotte got pretty rowdy this year. Really. Yeah, Charlotte had a pretty good fan base. Because hmm. um, their, their, like, student section was, like, in the middle of the court, like, right between both benches. So, like, you just heard them all night. Like, it wasn't under the basket. Like, it was weird. Um, theirs got pretty rowdy. And then who else? I'm trying to think. Um, FAU's got pretty loud this year, uh, but I wasn't there. But I just remember seeing it on TV. It was pretty rowdy. Um, and then out of conference, I think my favorite game this year was probably at Eastern, Eastern Kentucky. Oh, yeah, that, that was, like was – Yeah, that was a good game too. 2007 or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> what uh, – because I know you've played at a few big places too over the – over some other years at Western yeah. and Davidson. What do you think's the nicest arena you've ever been to? I think the nicest arena I've ever played in was probably Carolina at Carolina. I went down there my sophomore year at Davidson and just the baby blue dude. I mean, that was growing up. That was my dream school. So like getting a chance to play there was just like unreal. I think they probably have the best color scheme. Like that Carolina blue is pretty nasty. I like yeah, it. Dude, it's beautiful. And they have, of course, Jordan. So that just yeah, makes dude, all their Jordan, stuff look yeah. nicer. How could you hate that? Like what? Not a bad gig at all. Yeah, like they are literally Jordan. <laughs> yeah. So y'all are sponsored by, you know, Nike. But so do you guys get to choose any kind of Nike shoes you want to wear? Or they're like some that are like just team shoes. Like how does that work? So we get team shoes. So like everybody just gets the same pair. Mm -hmm. But we probably got like three or four pair this year, just alone. It's not bad. But yeah, my locker's a mess. Davion has like probably the most shoes in the in the team or in the locker room. Like his locker is no lie from bottom to top, just filled with shoes, dude. It's unreal. Because I feel like he's always got some like neon green or something kind of. Oh like yeah, he's got some. There. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got some crazy ones. He's got some weird ones, but different colors. But that's what he does, though. I like it. So yeah, I, it's look good, feel good, play good, right? Exactly. So Davion's definitely got the best shoe game on the team. Hoop shoes, yeah, probably, I would say so. Oh, okay. What are the other categories of, like, dress like street, shoes? Like, yeah, like casual, like yeah. Jordan shoes. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's the best. J-Raw's got a, a lot. Christian has a lot, I know. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely need to get into shoes more. I got a couple pair of Jordans, but not as, not as many as I need. Who would you say is the worst dressed person on the team? Uh, I'll go ahead and take that one for myself. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't like. I don't like. The thing is, for me, like, I'm already married, so I don't have to impress anybody. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's why dudes dress up now. You know what I mean? So, like, I'll roll in like cut off sweats, hoodie, 
socks or no socks and like sandals, dude. Like I just don't care anymore. That's just so great. Just don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's the vet of the team, dude. It's just who I am. It's the vet. Like I don't care anymore. I've been here too long. Just let me do what I need to do and get out. You know. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Uh, so who are your uh, who do you model your game after? Like who are your favorite current NBA players or maybe even retired NBA players that you grew up watching that, you know, you're like, damn, I kind of want to be like them one day. Yeah. Uh, so my favorite player of all time is LeBron. Um, like he's my goat. Like he's the greatest to ever touch a basketball. We can get into this today if you want to see if you guys want to, but he, he's, he's my goat. Um, but the player I like try to model after is probably JJ Reddick. Um, like I remember watching him at Duke. I just used to love him. My dad hated Duke, so that it made me love him even more. Um, but just like watching him, how he shoots, how he plays off the ball, just just all those things. Um, but I, I really enjoyed watching him when he played. He's a beast at ESPN too. Yeah, dude, he's a savage. He, he calls it like he sees it. Yeah, he's he a definitely stud. does. He's a savage. I'll give it to him. I like it. That's that's why I turn on ESPN. Is I want to mm. want to hear what's going on. I want sports. <laughs> Yeah, but I I did used to be a Jordan guy, but I have I have been you know kind of cha- dude, changed to a LeBron can, guy I don't now. Know how you can argue it, dude? I really don't. He's the greatest player. He's the greatest athlete to ever touch a basketball. No debate. I think it's just the more the more and more I see him play. I mean, I was probably changed maybe five years ago. I'd say I converted, yeah. but yeah. I mean, my my thing is like LeBron's what like six eight two. 60. 50, 60, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Who is stopping that in the 90s? That's what I'm saying, dude. If you, like, you drop him in the 70s, 80s, like, who, like, you're telling me a plumber or a mailman is going to guard him, bro? Come on. Come on. I just love, like, the, the physicality. I'm like, dude, LeBron would just run through him. Like, he would just teabag like, Larry say Bird. He, people <laughs> like, say he couldn't, like, handle the physicality in that era, but, bro, like, Who's gonna get in the way of him in the first place? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like six eight two fifty coming yeah, at you. The, the first time Bill Lambeer goes up and tries to like grab him down, LeBron's just gonna run through him and give him yeah. a concussion. Yeah, knee him right in the chest, bro. He's done. Come on, yeah. get him out. No chance. Yeah, like yeah, I just I like to say that Michael Jordan mentally might have been better, maybe, but LeBron like is the best as far as ability and just dominance yeah i just think lebron is more well-rounded all around bro like i don't know i guess it's just the era of basketball too the game's changed so much so like it's a whole different game like the eras too so it makes sense but do you have a favorite nba coach at all um you know i really don't know you say that i've never really thought about that i mean pop is always going to be a goat um he's always one to look up to um and Doc Rivers, just because I like the way he, you know, handles stuff. But I've never really thought of that. That's a good question. I've always kind of wondered this. Like, what do you think, like, since you – what do you think is the biggest difference between a college basketball coach and an NBA coach? If you had to guess, maybe. Um, I feel like in the NBA, I feel like you have more, like, freedom. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you're grown. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they know you're grown. That you're going to – you're going to work when you have to and do what you have to do. Um, I feel like in college, like coaches are going to be more strict, you know, be where you're supposed to be whenever, you know, like type deal. But like, I feel like NBA coaches will probably be more lenient 
and stuff like that because like you know they don't have to babysit uh, yeah. like you're grown so so they're kind of more like managers good. rather than kind yeah of probably like, more like more laid back like type deal like go out there and hoop do what you got to do you know what i mean like moral support maybe i don't know <laughs> so speaking of managers um it's, it's kind of how we got connected here and why you're here is uh the manager at wku his name is uh his name's kyle <laughs> the goat the goat the goat <laughs> nah dude i love that kid, dude. i love him for real all right so we were just talking about it what, what's something like what are some things that kyle does really well like what makes him the goat Dude, what does Cal do bad, though? That would be the better question. Oh, right? see, I was going to go for, like, an improvement plan. I mean, what what no, does he dude, need to improve on? I feel like everything Cal does, he doesn't get enough credit for, dude. Cal does so much for our team and just gets dumped on all the time, dude, for no reason. He gets dumped on? Yeah, just, like, shit talk. Like, people just, like, Cal, I hate you. Just, like, people just messing with him, but, like, not really messing with him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just, like. Trying to do too much, but, like, nah, dude, I love that kid. I'm not lying. Ever, like, when I got hurt, I would go on, like, the trips and stuff, and, like, obviously I didn't want to get out of bed, and, like, his room would be, like, on the whole opposite end of the hotel, so he would, like, bring me, like, drinks and, like, shit I needed or whatever. So, like, nah, he was a huge help for sure. Especially for my three years here, dude. Like, I got so much closer to him this year than I did my first two years. But No, he's he's, he's definitely a good dude. I will uh, – he's a funny guy as well. He can always make you laugh. Oh, yeah, he's hilarious, dude. So would you say – I mean, you've been playing basketball for a long time now. Do you have any personal rivals, whether it's, you know, maybe like a referee, a player, an opposing coach? Oh, dude, I could think of a handful of refs that hate me. Um, <laughs> absolutely hate me. I'm – I need to work on that. I definitely do run my mouth a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, on the court. I was going to ask, like, what, what puts you into the – like, what do you think made the refs hate you? So, you think it's running the mouth? <laughs> yeah, that's probably it, 100%. They probably deserve I just, it. Like, I don't know, dude. I'm just so competitive. I hate to lose. So, like, whenever crap's not going our way, I just, like, you know, get mad and say something. That I probably shouldn't in the moment, but, like, in the heat of the moment, I'm mad. And, like, I don't know my – Emotions just get the best of me sometimes. But will the refs like will they like chirp back at you? Like, is it like an open dialogue or like how does that interaction kind of go? Um, yeah, so, some refs are like that. Some will talk to you. Some will be like, if you say something, they're like, just like, just come talk to me. You know what I mean? Some are super nice, but if like some of them, you'll go up to them and be like, hey, Mister Ref, like, what I do there? They're like, no, 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 right now, don't talk to me. Like, some of them are really rude and like want you to say something to like tee yeah. you up, like almost looking for something. Yeah. But, like, some of them are super cool. Like, we, we didn't really have too many bad ones this year, like, that were like that, but I've ran into a few for sure. Yeah, I always, like, <clears throat> when I'm watching a game on TV, and you can just tell the chill refs from the kind of, I guess, douchebags. They, like, yeah. want, like they'll just straight up just, like, not even look at you and just walk in the other direction. And then, like, another yeah. one would, like, kind of, like, put his hand on your back and, like, kind of explain it looks like. And exactly. like, there's just no need to be an asshole in that situation, especially yeah, if it's a close exactly. call. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, tell me what I need to do. Like, that's, yeah. that's the only reason I'm talking to you, anyways. Like, yeah. Tell me what I did wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I promise, I don't really want to talk to you. I just yeah, want to know exactly. what I did wrong so we can win the game. Uh, you think I want the game to stop anymore? Then it has to. Like, yeah. come on. Keep it going, dude. Keep it rolling. <laughs>
I got to say, I think my favorite call to watch in basketball has got to be a charge on the opposing team. Oh. Just when, he, when the refs do like the little like two, two hop and like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or he, going the other way. Yeah. Or if it like goes in, so he has to wave it off first and then he goes. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's the best one. Oh, they think I, it's going to be an one. No, thank you. Other way. <laughs> Get it going. Is like a charge like the most hype thing you think you can do on defense, especially in a close game? I guess maybe a block. Yeah, a blocker definitely. I think a charge in like the right moment definitely. Yeah, is a, like a momentum taker, momentum and, switcher. And if you're at home, like the crowd will just oh. erupt for a oh, charge. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we love that. We love that. I definitely that was that was one of my talents. I guess you could say, dude. I don't know. I was just out there to try to do whatever I could to win. I think that was the biggest thing. I was like, that's my role, you know. Like, just do what it takes. Do whatever it takes, and right place, right time. Just get hit and fall down. And hopefully you get the call. <laughs> so it works out. So we wanted to maybe challenge you, maybe a little bracket challenge. Would you okay. be up to that? Yeah, down, down, for sure. So I was thinking maybe we make a bracket and you make a bracket. Well, we can post both, both online. Um, see who does better. See who does better. Nope. We were thinking if, if you beat us, we'll send you a dad bod sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, bro. Sweet. If uh, if we beat you, maybe we get an old practice jersey or something like that, or T-shirt. Oh, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can launch something out. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. I think. Uh, definitely I'm definitely down for it. I mean, I personally think we're gonna win, but <laughs> dude, he might have that like insider information. Like, yeah, just wait on it. All right, I know a bunch of hoopers everywhere. All yeah, right? I know yeah. where every team is right now. All right, come on. Well, you're gonna be texting guys now. I mean, my my yeah. analyst is gonna be from ESPN. <laughs> Dude's gonna know like who tweaks something in practice. Who's really not all like? It's gonna be pretty. It's God. It's gonna be bullshit. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we were kind of wondering, you know, you were talking about transferring, um, here, what was your relationship with Sansbury like? Oh, dude, he's the goat. Like he, he saved my life. Mm -hmm. No lie. Like he gave me the second chance that I needed. Um, like, like when I left Davidson, I thought I was done hooping, bro. Like Mm -hmm. I thought it was over for real. Like I was just going to go home and work with my mom for the rest of my life, like in poker and like not do anything, but be a couch potato. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I put my name in the portal in like two hours, like no lie, two hours. He called me and was like, Hey, like, I want you, we need you type deal. So like he, he like changed my life, like for real, like, and so is his place. Like he took me in with open arms and like did whatever he could to get me through. And like, and he's just a goat for real. I love that man. It's awesome. It's good to hear. It's great to hear. Glad, uh, Western Kentucky is a special place. Yeah, no doubt, dude. This place is this place has definitely changed my life. Like I said, when I got here, my I was at the lowest of lows, and you know this place has brought me up to the highest of highs, and I'm I'm super thankful, man. For real. Well, man, we're definitely uh, we're definitely cheering for you. We hope all of the rehab goes well. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. I definitely need it for sure. And maybe we'll maybe we'll shoot you a text. You know, you and Kyle, if we uh, if we make a journey to Bowling Green soon. <laughs> Yeah, dude, no doubt. For sure, we'll link up and do something. But appreciate it. We're looking forward to the bracket challenge, and we really appreciate you uh, coming on, you know, being open about some of your past struggles and kind of what your yeah, future yeah. looks like. For sure, dude. It's, it's life, dude, you know. Yeah. It's just part of it. It's part yeah. of it. Trying to help other people out. So 
whoever, whoever does have to go through stuff like that, you know, maybe my story helps. So. Oh, yeah, man, you got an awesome story. Um, rooting for you in all, all parts of your life and I uh, hope continues to go well and wish you nothing but happiness forever. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate you guys, man. Seriously, thanks for having me on. It means a lot. This was really cool. Let's run it back soon. Oh, oh hell I'm, yeah. I'm we'll run down. it back. Don't worry. Future <laughs> recurring guests right here. For sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll run it back for sure. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Go Tops. See you later. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Bye. So that was our interview with Luke Frampton. Unbelievable guy. Great story. Great story. Um yeah, like we've mentioned, we went to WKU and, you know, we were pretty avid sports fans. I didn't know any of that that he talked about. That was that was cool. No, that, that was really great. That was awesome. It's good to kind of hear about, you know, look, he he was at a low part, low point in his life and, you know, Western and uh Coach Stansbury really helped him. Uh, I think that's it's a great story just to show that, you know, life's not always perfect and sometimes you no. got to put your head down and grind and that's exactly what what Luke said he did I mean student athletes like and I mean he's a great great basketball player too I mean they go through the same thing you know it's just it's just life man it's it's great and like you said man you always got your family so that's really what matters in life really really great story cool guy wish him nothing but the best we really look forward to having him on again yeah it's definitely gonna be a great guy bracket challenge with him coming up soon so we'll i mean you feeling how do you feel about that he's gonna kick our ass probably probably (laughs) dude he even i'm gonna have like like, he knows them everywhere he knows where all of them are i'm gonna have Furman make it a run to the elite yeah he's just my only chance yeah he'd be like you idiot yeah (laughs) so we'll do a quick uh quick you know we'll we'll talk about some sleepers why don't we in our brackets uh I guess I'll start off. I I kind of like Kent State over Indiana first round. That would, that could be a big upset. I think it's a thirteen four uh, matchup. Um, that would probably be my round one um, off the top of my head. Knee jerk reaction. That'd be my round one upset. Um, and those those fourteen or those four thirteen games are always pretty fun to watch. Uh, so are the twelve fives. Um, and a lot of people have Duke. They think Duke's going to make a run. Love um, Oral Roberts. Oh, we're this podcast is here for Oral we Roberts. We are we are pro Oral Roberts. <laughs> pro Oral Roberts. <laughs> I'm just going to quickly go through. I mean, I, I think I saw a stat. It was like the past hundred games, the five versus twelve seed. It's like the five seeds have won fifty one games, and the twelve seeds have won uh, forty nine. Yeah. And the problem is, like, you go in with that mindset mm-hmm. of like it's always a toss up. But I'll always. I always pick the wrong one. Yeah, I do the same thing. <laughs> I, I always will. I mean, just off the top of the dome, I like College of Charleston. I really like them. I really like them. I think I think Creighton could be a sneaky team to make a run. Mm-hmm. Utah State to beat Missouri. They're sneaky. FAU, Conference USA, America's Conference. America's Conference. As it's been confirmed now by Mr. Frampton, he likes yeah. it. So we're, we're rocking yeah. with it again. Yeah, They're going to go through a uh, rebranding period, I think. It's going to be the America's Conference. Led by dad bods. Yeah. Pod. <laughs> like uh, Or Roberts, Louisiana Lafayette. See, the thing is here is everyone is picking them over Tennessee. and Yeah, it makes me want to Makes me want to pick Tennessee. Yeah, it makes me want to fade them. It's never a good thing when Rocky everyone's top. on the same upset. 
Yeah, but I mean, I mean, dude, Tennessee's struggling, man. They're ever since that point guard got hurt towards ACL. I mean, they just haven't been the same. Ziggler, Ziggler, yeah, Grand Canyon. Oh, lit, dude. Have you seen all their, those home games? Oh my like, god. Woo. Oh, they should just play the tournament game. At I mean, might as well give us something. Their home games look absolutely electric. <laughs> we have to go to one. Iona, Ricky, Ricky uh, P, oh. Ricky P. Mr. Dude, Patino. I was hoping so bad it'd be Iona versus Kentucky. Oh, my God. I, I don't know if people would be able to handle that. I would have cried, probably. Um, Kentucky got a good draw. Pretty good draw. Um, Kansas State's probably the weakest three seed there is. Probably. I mean, Kentucky's region, There's you, they can hang with the t- with the high seeds, Marquette and Purdue. I mean, they can definitely, oh, they definitely beat can. them. So like, I mean, look, Oscar Sheway versus Edie be a great matchup. Yeah. My whole problem with Purdue is, like, yes, I know there's you know four other guys on the court at the same time, and they're all they're good. But like, if Zach Edie gets in foul trouble in one game, gets two yeah. quick fouls in a game, like they're gonna be. Did you see the end of that game? The, same the Penn State game, Penn State Purdue. I did. Dude, what in the hell? That was wild. Penn yeah. State, they – what was that play at the end? I don't, we're not going to get all into it, but Penn State should have won that game, basically. Like Drake. They're, the Drake's starting Drake's, lineup's average age is older than, like, the Thunder. Awesome. I mean – Great. We said we like experience. We want older guys in March. Older men in March. Yes. I mean, they, we want the old men in March. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm, I've convinced myself that Auburn has the ability to go on a run because their games are in Birmingham. So it's like an hour and a half, two hours away from Auburn. I mean, Iowa Iowa's a winnable game. Yeah, very winnable. I mean, I think it was uh, Sisser that went down for Houston. You know, he's one of their – I mean, he's one of their key guys. He's, he's kind of the guy that controls the offense, controls the defense. I mean, he's their leading scorer. He, yeah, because y'all would get. Sorry, I- it's sorry, it's Sasser. Apologies, everyone out there. It's yeah, Sasser. you get Iowa and Houston, right? Yeah, and they're both going to be in Birmingham, so there's yeah. two home games. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's I two- mean, yeah, but that's. <laughs> Look, you're trying to talk yourself into your team being able to make a run. Would you? I get would what you? You're would doing. you feel more confident if Kentucky was playing in, say, like Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, or if they were playing out like in California? Well, considering this year we're 0-1 in Bridgestone Arena <laughs> against Vanderbilt, um, yeah, no, I don't really want to see that stadium again. What if they were playing in the Yum Center? Okay. Something that's, something that's, in, something that's in BBN you know, yeah. territory. Yeah, it's got a um, – I guess, like you're yeah, obviously I'll take you're, it in. You're obviously going to want somewhere that's more favorable crowd. That gives that gives you more of a home. I know, but you're but you're you're I feel like you're definitely you're talking yourself into Auburn. Oh, there's no talk. I've already talked myself into it. It's it's decided. So you're so you are in firmly in fantasy land right now. Yes, I have Auburn and Kentucky in my sweet sixteen. Oh and then I have Indiana going, like beating them. So I'm not that crazy. So you think Indiana's gonna make a run? No, but I think Drake's gonna beat Miami. Hmm. And then I think Indiana wins, and Indiana's going to beat Drake. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't have Drake and Auburn in my Sweet 16 playing no. each other. That's just – I can't no. do that. That's idiotic. Exactly. <laughs> so, if I'm going to go with one big upset, I need, like, someone else there who's like – I mean, I do think that losing Sasser changes the entire dynamic for Houston, and I think that makes them very vulnerable to kind of fall early. 
I think Alabama kind of got screwed. Really? I, I think they're just, like, pretty sweet. I mean, Arizona's good. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Maryland, West Virginia, I mean, they're solid teams. I think Bama can handle both of them, though. I'm not really worried about – I mean, College of Charleston and and Furman can shoot the three real well. San Diego State's good. I'm saying, though, for, like, the number one Virginia overall seed. Virginia can't score, though. I get that. But, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, for the number one overall seed, the, the committee did not do them any favors. I don't think so, at least. I mean, Virginia – thing about Virginia is that you've got that defense. They're going to make you use the whole clock. If they can do that for Bama, I mean, you never know. They have no one that can match up with Brandon Miller. Yeah, but I mean, you never, they, know. You never have, know. Like they, they got play Clowney good defense. and Bediaco <laughs> that are both almost seven feet tall. Yeah, I mean, Alabama's the best team in the country, without a doubt. The problem, like, the problem I have here fucking, is, it's like good. I'm going to talk myself into Bama winning, and they're going to lose like second round. Yeah, and my bra- all my brackets are toast because of yeah, that. yeah. There are some weak regions, by the way. See, I, I still think that I think that the South is kind of weak outside of Bama and Zona. Really? Yeah. I do. I don't know. I think. I mean, Kentucky's is probably weaker than that. The East. I mean, the East is weak. Marquette did just flex their muscles against Xavier, but I feel like every time that happens in like a conference tournament, like championship game, the opposite always happens. Where like Xavier's going to have a better postseason run than Marquette does. Also, I just like Selection Sunday just dawned on me that Shaka Smart's the head coach at Marquette. Great coach. Oh, Great the, yeah, coach, the right? Big East. Championship game was Sean Miller versus Shaka Smart. What yeah. a fall from grace for those two gentlemen. Dude, go back to the dang, uh, like, mid-2000s, late, early 2010s, oh, Big, Big East. The Big oh, East, my God. beautiful. Oh, Pittsburgh, talk Louisville. Talk dirty to me. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Was always in there. It was beautiful. Oh, Cincinnati wasn't half bad back when Mick yeah, Cronin was there. They were pretty, Syracuse was they, good. Yeah, I mean, it was. UConn was, uh, was, Jim Calhoun was a great coach. I didn't realize he won two natties there. Yeah, he did. Yeah. They were, I mean, they were pumping out probably good eight teams every year in the Big East. Yeah, Shabazz Napier played there for like eight years, I think. Yeah, he, no, he felt like he did. <laughs> Do you remember that guy for Pitt? I think he was their forward or their center, Dijon the Blair. The he, dreaded dude? Yeah, Dijon yeah, he Blair. Was a beast. He played for the Spurs for a little bit in the NBA. Kimba Walker sauced him on cardiac Kimba. He, did. he was, I loved Dijon Blair, though. Just randomly, like, oh, loved him. Yeah. Oh. God, this is what happens when we get talking about we just go way off topic because of old Big East basketball. Love, <laughs> love old. Big East basketball is just it's beautiful. It was a different breed back it's beautiful. then. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, I mentioned it earlier. What do you, you think Duke can make a run? Like everyone's saying, I mean, they could, right? They could. Anyone could. I but think they're eighteen and one in their last nineteen games. But I'm like, I'm trying to talk myself like out of them, and it's hard to. Yeah. That head coach belongs at Duke too. I John know he played there. Shire. Yeah, I know he played there and everything, but he just looks like he's going to be there for forty years. Like yeah, Coach K. Oh, he's. I mean, he, he's a beast. <laughs> um, Texas A and M hot topic. Did they get hosed? Yeah, they did. Yeah, definitely got hosed. Definitely got hosed. I don't care. Like everyone, you know, some one of Mr. B earlier today was. Like, you got to look at the whole body of work. Look at the beginning of the year. Okay, like. Well, yeah, towards look, the end of these, they look pretty damn good towards the end of the year, though. I mean, have you seen some of their losses like early on, though? 
Yeah, they lost like Colorado. Colorado dropped like 105 on them. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Tennessee did lose to Colorado too. Yeah, so Colorado's a pretty good team. They <laughs> they didn't make the tournament. I know. <laughs> Let me just pull should've, up. Should have been in though. Let me pull up exactly who it was. Well, um, didn't uh, Texas A&M, they didn't lose a conference game at home this year. Which is pretty ridiculous. That's insane when you think about it. But, they, I mean, they they lost to Murray State. Murray State was not good this year. No. I mean, not by – Poor racers. This was a bad year for them. They lost to Boise State. Boise State did make the tournament. They lost to Wofford at, at home, which is not great. They lost to Memphis on the road, which Memphis is a good team, but you shouldn't be losing to them. Didn't Auburn lose to Memphis? They did. <laughs> but if you're second in the year, top two yeah. in the SEC, you shouldn't yeah. be losing to Memphis. That's true. I mean, it was a close game, but But still. I still don't think, like, I still think that they're not a seven seed. No, I think they're probably a five or a six. Yeah, like, I know Kentucky beat them. Kentucky got a six seed, but no. Like, Texas Like, A&M. Northwestern is also a seven seed. Texas A&M played on Sunday. Yeah. Kentucky's rain, or tournament ended on Friday. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I think you could have switched Kentucky and A&M, and I think that – That would have been fair. Probably would have been fair. I mean um, – Yeah, you know how we always say that we're big Ed Cooley guys in March? I love Ed Cooley in March. Let's we'll see, like, nine and eight. <laughs> this is tough for you because you're, now you're going to try and pull out the stats on Ed Cooley to bash him, but if they weren't playing Kentucky, you would have picked them. Oh, no, I still might pick Providence. If we're in, like, a money pool bracket, yeah, I might still pick Providence. We're gonna have to. That's have a, a team that Kentucky can definitely lose to, one hundred percent. Yeah, they could lose to anyone. That was kind of a dumb comment by it's me. It's the Big East. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Big East. <laughs> I mean, yeah this this bracket with uh, with Luke, we're gonna have to be dissecting. I mean, this is gonna be. Yeah, it's, dude. This it's gonna be wild. Watch it like not be as wild as we think it's gonna be. It's gonna be so boring. I hope not. Much like there's gonna be like no upsets. It's no way. It's, it's right. March. Calm, yeah. calm down over there. This this is March, folks. Yeah. Okay, so national champion, who's winning it all? It's so hard to not say Bama. I know. It's so hard. Like to they not are say the Bama. best team in the country. But the best team in the country usually doesn't win March Madness. Is the thing. That's how. That's just how it works. I really like Texas. I really They're like hot. Texas. They. They embarrassed Kansas. But just because you're hot doesn't mean you're good. Like it's it's such a, it's so tough. It's such uh, it a dilemma. Is. Only because, one team can go six and zero. Because you I look at how many games you look at last year. Iowa was scorching hot after winning the Big Ten, and yeah. I think everyone had Iowa to make a deep run, mm-hmm. and they lost first round to when last year. Yeah, last year. Oh God, who was it? I cannot remember. I can't. I can't remember either. But. Um, yeah, I mean, only one team. When you're looking at that bracket, only one team is gonna. I mean, is gonna go six and zero. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and it, it's they lost just, to Richmond. It was Richmond. Richmond. And everyone had Iowa to make a big run. That's that's just Why like do I barely remember that game. Good question. I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. It's like it's so hard because a team teams are so hot. And then they get to March, and it doesn't matter. You're playing at a neutral site. You're playing a team that's just as yeah, hot as you nothing are. Nothing to lose, and especially if it's a higher seed. They're going to go out fire. Like they don't give it. They don't care. One guy. But why eats, should they care? One guy eats a little more Wheaties than he usually does. Yeah. And he hits eight threes, <laughs> and he's unconscious from deep. Do y'all play uh, Thursday or Friday? Thursday night. Thursday night. What about you? We got Friday at seven, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, I think 
this is gonna be a little. This might be a little controversial. My team to win it all. If you say Houston, I'm like I'm going Gonzaga. Oh my god! I know. You think like finally that there's no really pressure on him this year? I like think Mark the, Few's going to do it. I think the pressure's off. Normally they get, you know, just absolutely harassed for an entire season about how they're not that good. This year they've underperformed a little bit. They're kind of flying under the radar a little bit. They still beat some good teams. They still have played some good ball. They're just they don't have the same level of pressure that they usually do. Being yeah. a, you know, a t- one of the one seeds or like the top two seed. I think people are. You know, overlooking him a little bit. What did a poor Baylor man? I thought Baylor was gonna. I thought they were gonna do it, and they lost like their first game to Iowa State. <laughs> yeah, in the Big Twelve. I think they ended with what a three seed. Yeah, I still kind of like them to make a little bit of a run. So, who's, who's your team you're taking to win it all? Then let's hear it. I mean, knee jerk reaction, Bama. Like, I just don't see a team at least in their region, that I think, like, I can comfortably say I can see them upsetting Alabama. I just don't. So, I think they're definitely going to make the Final Four. Um, Oh, man, it's just – it's so tough. It is just so tough. I I, Dude. Pick someone. Give me a team. (laughs) Give me a name. It's so tough. Well, now that I say that, I mean, Arizona, like – as much as they broke my heart. <laughs> I think the winner – I think it's going to be Arizona or Bama, actually. That's fair. So, I don't think – I'm not going to say Bama's going to cruise to the Final Four. Redact that from the uh, – So, my my reasoning I have – I'll give you my <laughs> reasoning for Gonzaga. UCLA, center's out, guard's out for the year. The center might come back at some point. Heartbreaking beat. Heartbreaking beat against Arizona. brutal beat. Lost by two, plus one and a half, whatever. <laughs> I like Gonzaga. Everyone's on UConn to make a big run. I don't like it. Dude, they just... Kansas, going back-to-back is the hardest thing to do in yeah. sports in March Madness. I don't think Kansas can do it again. Yeah. I like Gonzaga to beat UCLA. I like them to get out. Maybe St. Mary's or UConn, whoever plays Kansas. Or if Kansas loses to Arkansas. I mean, that's a very... Re- Eric Musselman is fantastic in March. Yeah. Is it back-to-back Elite Eights now? I think it is. I mean, I mean dude... He's very good in March. Arkansas is good. They like, could make a... Their team's finally back together. They could make a run to Elite Eight. Yeah. Oh. Final Four. Oh, 100%. I feel like recently I've been picking Arizona a lot. So screw them. Uh, roll Tide. I'm straight Bama bus right now. All right. I'm going Zags. <laughs> You're going Bama. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it all goes. We will be posting ours in Luke's bracket to the Instagram and Twitter. Oof. It's going to be tight. I do. I I like to think that we have a chance, but I think he'll 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 he knows what he's talking about a little bit. Yeah, he probably does better than us. <laughs> we'll find out. We will be very active on social media this week. Oh yeah, lots of great memes coming when out. When the playing game start tomorrow? Tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Oof. So Oof, we God. have oh. a fantastic amount of basketball coming up. Oh. Everyone's work productivity and school productivity, it's it's going down. Yeah. Make sure you charge your AirPods. Friday, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, we have March Madness and St. Patrick's Day on a Friday. That's that's a pretty oh. deadly combo. Oh the Irish God. pubs this weekend are absolutely thrilled. Oh. They are thrilled. Now's a great time to buy some stocks and uh, Guinness <laughs> or something like yeah. that. 
But this be, is like this is like the day that all the bar owners circled on their calendar. Oh yeah, this is. Like, I mean, you might have been in it. the red in February or uh, maybe dry January, but let me tell you what, you're going to be in the green in yeah, March. It's going to be beautiful. I'm jealous of all the bar owners this weekend. But it should be a great week coming up. We'll be pumping out some content for you guys. Another shout out again to Mr. Framton for joining us. Great yeah. dude, great story. Mm. Shout out to Mr. Kyle for connecting us. Yeah, shout out Huber, the goat. He's the goat. been, yeah, I mean, dude, it's declared you're the goat. You're the goat, Kyle. <laughs> Take it serious. It's no laughing matter. No, like, do not get complacent. This is March. <laughs> we'll see y'all soon. Love y'all. Love you guys.